Welcome back to the TGI Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and we are now officially two weeks away from Halloween. We've got two episodes in the books, and we got a couple more to keep the Halloween spirit going before we quickly, quickly get into that final part of the year. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where we covered The Simpsons and their first Treehouse of Horror episode. That one was, as I mentioned in that episode, it's so fast-paced and so quick moving and little snippets here and there it's a really fun episode uh not only the podcast but the actual episode itself uh but this week we're going back to our roots to talk a tgif classic so now on to the show On the newspaper page, love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Cause all I see is a tower of dreams, real love bursting out of every scene. This week we were heading back to the world of Family Matters and are discussing the season four episode titled Whose Kid Is It Anyway? This particular episode premiered on October 30th of 1992 and despite its title it is very much a Halloween specific episode. Uh, We've covered Family Matters numerous times on this show so I'm not going to go over my specific history with it but it's still one of those shows that I love to catch Whenever it is on, it hits me right in the feels. It's one of those shows now I kind of see it popping up a little more. I think it's been playing on True TV on the weekend. So, you know, if it's one of those lazy Saturday mornings, I'm flipping through channels and I see it's on, I'm probably going to watch at least a few minutes of it because, it, again, it just kind of transforms me right back uh when I was younger, and that's kind of what this uh, podcast is all about. Now, the cast is our usual cast for this show. It's led by Reginald Vell Johnson. Uh, He plays Carl Winslow. Jaleel White plays Steve Urkel. Marie Jo Payton is Harriet Winslow. Darius McCrary is Eddie Winslow. Kelly Shanine Williams uh, is Laura Winslow. Jamie Foxworth plays Judy Winslow. Telma Hopkins is Rachel Crawford. Britton McClure is Richie Crawford, and Sean Harrison as Waldo Geraldo Faldo. What a name, right? Uh, but before we get too deep into this episode, I think it is... Now it is time for a Christmas connection. We've been sort of back and forth with our Christmas connections. And part of the reason why it doesn't always show up in an episode is sometimes it's a lot harder to uh, figure out the perfect uh, you know, Christmas connection. Now, this one, a little bit easier. Before in the past, when we did a full ho- or a Family Matters episode, we talked about the great Reginald Vell Johnson and his role in Die Hard, which is, yes, a Christmas movie. This was a little bit more difficult, but this is actually a twofer 
for our Christmas connection with both Kelly Shanine Williams and Marie Jo Payton in something called A Family Matters Christmas. I know this all must be really hard for you, sweetie, but I hope you can enjoy your Christmas with us. I just don't get why I can't spend Christmas with Dad. We're officially tying the nut. I'm sorry, what? I could never take your mother's place. I truly do care about you and your brother. Even they can't get along. None of us can. I can't tell you how much I can't get done with the two of them bickering all the time. If you two don't stop all that fighting, all Terminus is gonna come visit you. I have to think of a way to get us all to stay together. Your brother's such a nerd. Alternates, perhaps we need to be rearranged for all of us to finally change. Ah! We're all turning. You'll all see from each other's perspective, and hopefully it'll open your eyes to the true meaning of Christmas. What's going on? He made some crazy science experiment, and now he's with bodies with each other. Oh, I feel so strange. We're literally each other. You are not going to school like that. You're going the wrong way. Do you know how long it takes me to manicure those nails? Our lives are being ruined because of you. Anything we're just even further apart. Help each other achieve your goals this Christmas. You're literally in the other shoes. Look, we all just have to do something nice for each other, help each other out some type of way, and maybe we could reverse the spell. I had an amazing family right before my eyes. It's never too late, Brandon. It's not easy being your sister. It's not easy being you. I guess we can look at the bright side. There's a bright side? Yeah. We're finally able to get along. <laughs> that is rough. So this movie, if you want to call it that, came out in 2022. And just judging by that trailer... It has absolutely nothing to do with Family Matters, other than the fact that they have two former cast members in the movie. But even judging by just the trailer, I don't even think they're a main focal point. It doesn't even seem... Just some quick reviews I read, it makes it sound like they barely have anything to do with this movie. So I think it's kind of uh, kind of crummy on that end that they were like... Obviously using the Family Matters name to sort of make uh you know to drum up some interest in this but uh yeah there's zero percent chance i ever watch this it looks so horrible it looks very cheaply made and i apologize right now for making you actually have to sit there and listen to the trailer for this if you skipped ahead i do not blame you now on to bigger and better things here as for this particular episode here's a quick synopsis from imdb Eddie is told to take Richie trick-or-treating, but it interferes with the hot date. Richie gets lost after Waldo's asked to take him instead. When Eddie finds out, he goes on a frantic search to find the little tyke before everyone else finds out. Hi, we're back, and Family Matters is coming up next. This episode opens up with the Winslow Family's annual pumpkin carving contest, and immediately, I love, love, love how great... The house is decorated. This goes back to also that step-by-step episode that this is what reels me in in these episodes. They 
go all out. A lot of these classic TGIF shows and a lot of sitcoms from that era leaned into it heavy when it came to decorations for Halloween and for Christmas and even sometimes for Thanksgiving. So if you're if you have a good atmosphere, it's probably going to be something that really draws me in and really makes me like an episode. But this episode, uh, as part of this pumping, uh, pumpkin carving contest, uh, there's a pumpkin carved by Richie and Rachel, which is more on the cute side. There's another that is done by Judy and Harriet, which is a touch scarier. And then the last was carved by Eddie and Laura. And when they pull it off, it is revealed to be Urkel's face, which of course elicits a massive, massive reaction from the crowd before we go into the... Uh, opening credits and I feel like right here season four this is really sort of peak Urkel uh, I, I feel like you know you know in the first season he was never supposed to be this big thing and then he became kind of a phenomenon and I feel like here in season four most people knew of Urkel uh, he got the biggest laughs and the biggest um, ovations and stuff it's a little disappointing he doesn't play a bigger role in this episode, and we'll get to that a little bit later, but it is definitely peak Urkel time. So it's now. The next morning, the entire family is eating breakfast. Harriet, she comes downstairs, and this is the first uh, side plot. You know, it, when when I gave you the synopsis of the episode, we know that the big part of this is going to be Eddie and Richie, but this little side plot here is Harriet. She's coming downstairs. We find out she hasn't had much sleep lately, and she needs to go see a doctor because she's really, really struggling to fall asleep. Carl, uh, he wants her to sleep, not because he wants uh, the benefits that come for her in terms of her health from sleeping better. No, Carl wants her to be in tip-top shape for the policeman's Halloween costume party. So there you go. Carl, very concerned about his wife making a good impression at the policeman's Halloween costume party. And this is also where we find out that months prior, Eddie had promised Richie he'd take him trick-or-treating. Eddie forgot, and he said he already made plans to go to a party down the street. This gets Richie super upset. The entire family then sort of guilt trips him, uh, Eddie that is, and Eddie caves, and he offers to take the little man to go trick-or-treating. So we jump ahead. It's now nighttime. Uh, Harriet is in bed with Carl. Harriet's struggling to fall asleep. Carl is snoring. She wakes him up and tells him she wants to chat since she can't sleep. And just then, we see a ladder hit the base of their window. And I immediately get a Clarissa Explains It All vibe here. Urkel then climbs into the window. <laughs> And he said the reason why he came up there was he has a motion detector go off and he wanted to check things out um, before he starts going into this big spiel about how, you know, I haven't seen a lot of motion going on in this bedroom lately. Wink, wink. Weird, right? I mean, this is something we talked about in that step-by-step -step episode, too. The sexualization of some situations that I guess I just never picked up on as a kid. Carl, of course, he wants Urkel to leave. Get out of get out of our bedroom, you know? It's like 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, whatever it is. You don't want some nerd from next door hanging out in your bedroom. But Harriet then asks him to stay because she can't sleep. 
and he starts telling some wild stories about his own family, and he claims his family found a surefire solution to insomnia. And that solution is listening to some relaxation tapes. So this sort of sparks the idea in Harriet's head that maybe she should do the same. But our story progresses, we get a a quick little commercial break, and when we return, it is now Halloween night. Eddie, he is helping pass out some candy, he's dressed up as Dracula, then Waldo shows up in his costume, which I love. He decides to go as himself, wearing a paper Waldo mask, and I love it. Eddie's like, Waldo, what are you doing? And he's like, how'd you know it was me? Waldo is just like the stupidest but funniest little side character in a show. But (laughs) Richie now comes in. He's all decked out and he's dressed as Spider-Man, which is also interesting. You know, we've seen this superhero renaissance here in this era. And at the time, I would have been around Richie's age. I had no interest in Spider-Man. It was just something that never really was my thing at that age, but I don't even know how big of a thing Spider-Man was at that time. I'm sure it probably was to a certain extent, but it's just interesting to me that I didn't even know anybody my age, and I'm pretty sure I'm the same age as Richie, that Richie was uh, the the actor. I think him and I are the same age, so we would have been the same age during this, and it's just like, I don't even remember anybody I know dressing up as Spider-Man, but... You know, in retrospect, it doesn't seem uh, that odd, but when you really put yourself in those shoes, it's like, wow, that's interesting that Spider-Man was a big deal then. But anyways, Rachel, she comes down. She's dressed as a foxy-looking Cleopatra. Harriet is dressed in, like, a white dress, tall socks. Um, She's got a lollipop looking like Shirley Temple. And she says she is Shirley Temple Black, which I thought was very funny. And I also love that Carl is Zorro. And he comes in and he's waving around his sword and all these things. And Waldo is 100% convinced this is the real Zorro. And he makes some funny comments and stuff. It's just really silly, but really funny as well. But the three adults, they're heading out. They're going to the party, which is interesting, too, that Rachel is going to the policeman's Halloween costume party. But, you know, it is what it is. But they head out to the party while Richie, he's set uh, and he's all excited to leave with Eddie uh, to go trick-or-treating. But then there's a knock on the door. There's a good-looking woman named Angela. And she asks for directions to the Jackson house, which is coincidentally the same place that Eddie was planning on going to later on afterward for this party. Eddie then offers to show her how to get there, completely disregards Richie's feelings, and he goes over and he asks Waldo to take Richie trick-or-treating, which props to Waldo for being a good friend here, uh, and more, more or less a good friend to Richie than Eddie uh, being a good guy. I mean, kind of... You know, it's good. The the good vibes are going to turn here in a little bit. But uh, props to Waldo for being like, you know what, Eddie, you're kind of a jerk, and I'll I'll, I'll take him. But Richie doesn't want to go with Waldo. But that's what ends up happening as he heads out, all disappointed. Now, popping up on the screen after a quick break, we get three hours later. 
And that pops up on the screen. And then we see Laura and Steve for the first time since really the beginning of the episode. They're dressed in their costumes. Laura's dressed as a princess. Steve um, is a frog slash Prince Charming. We get a little bit of quick banter back and forth between the two two of them of the princess and the frog, all that good stuff. But now Waldo, he comes in. He's got a kid with him. He's dressed up as uh, Spider-Man. But when he pulls his mask down, we see that this is not Richie. And it is a young boy named Tommy Wong who is wearing the exact same costume. And Urkel gets... (laughs) The kid's like, oh, I'm, my name is Tommy Wong. And Urkel says, he looks at Waldo and he says, you brought back the Wong kid. Which, funny, maybe a little insensitive, but uh, it did kind of make me chuckle a little bit. And after they explain what's going on, Waldo says, uh, you know, I just, I was with Richie and we went trick-or-treating. I guess it's just the wrong kid. And then Eddie... Uh, well, then Waldo picks up and calls this house where this party is. Just tells whoever answers the phone that Eddie needs to come home. And I mean, it is like 15 seconds later that Eddie is back on the door. So clearly it wasn't that difficult for, or shouldn't have been this difficult for this woman who came to the door earlier to figure out where this party was. But Eddie is, uh, you know, trying to figure out what is going on, and he sees it's the wrong kid, and he tells Waldo, this is the dumbest thing you've ever done. And then Waldo is a great response, and he goes, you left me with a kid, and you're calling me dumb? <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny. Again, Waldo always tends to be one of my favorite characters in Family Matters, simply because he's just so ridiculous, and so silly, and so uh, kind of naive and everything. But just then... Harriet, Carl, and Rachel, they make it home. And instead of them just telling the adults what is going on, the kids decide they're going to pull the mask down on Tommy and they're going to wait for a moment to go out and search for Richie. And just as they start to head out the door with the masked Tommy, another woman shows up and she has Richie. We don't really find out how she knew where to go, but she obviously figured out how to get there. Now, here is one of my... uh, bigger questions about this okay so they build this in the not only in this little imdb write-up which could be written by anybody but also when you're looking up anything about this episode it talks about eddie going out and searching for this kid i mean there was a very quick resolution here of realization that this is not richie and then richie making his way back home which is clearly a good thing that he made it back but it's just funny that they build this as a little bit of like a search and rescue type situation it really wasn't that but after we go to commercial break we get a a a scene here with eddie he's sitting down all the adults are questioning him for what happened how he could be so dumb to leave richie with waldo and carl says he'll think of a punishment so bad Saddam Hussein would tell him to lighten up, which was one hell of a reference in the early 90s. I was not expecting that one bit at all. And this is where we get our classic sad uh, TGIF music playing in the background. Is a sad Richie is now sitting in the kitchen. He's going through his candy. And he comes up. He apologizes to him for letting him down. 
And then Richie then very sadly says, Eddie, don't you like me? And Richie says, best buds don't ditch you for a girl. Which, I mean, come on, that kid is way ahead of his time there with that line. But Eddie then explains to Richie that seeing that girl Angela was like when Richie saw Bike at the Mall that he really wanted. Which is a weird reference. And the sad music plays again and Eddie says how scared he was when he got home and Richie wasn't there. And Eddie even cries. I did not remember this at all. Eddie is crying. He's like, I don't just like you. I love you, little guy. And they end up hugging. You know, the the crowd you know claps very loudly and the duo then opts to go out and go trick-or-treating again. And this is another moment that I thought was really funny is, like, yeah, let's, you know, there's some more time. Let's go trick-or-treating. They just walk out the door. They don't even tell the adults that they're leaving. I'm sure Eddie got in trouble afterward for running out without telling anybody. And then this episode wraps up. We kind of go back to the Carl and Harriet storyline, more more or less the Harriet can't sleep storyline. And she's listening to a nature tape, uh, or the two of them are listening to a nature tape with some relaxation sounds together while they're in bed as they both slowly start to drift to sleep before you hear a phone ringing in the background on the tape. And you can hear Urkel talking to Waldo on the phone, and he's going as far as to make fun of uh, of Harriet and Carl for not, you know, getting it on and all this stuff. It, again, very wild. And that wraps up this episode. And as always, we like to determine whether or not an episode should be deemed a holiday classic. And for this, I'm giving it a... No way, Jose. So for the first time in a long time, this one gets a no way, Jose. And it was French. It really was. And you got to think about it. A lot of the elements are there. The decorations are there. It takes place on Halloween night. Everybody's, for the most part, in costumes. And you would think this would lean super, uh, very much in the way of being a you got to do. But even with all that said, it still didn't feel overly Halloween-like to me. I need more from a Halloween episode. And it's funny to say that when... You look back at the step-by-step episode, and I liked that one. And I said that one is a you got to do, and I'll watch it. And a lot of it was the atmosphere and all that. And you have somewhat of a similar storyline in the sense that in that episode, it was Mark getting in trouble because of a girl and his hormones. Same kind of thing here with Eddie. I just feel like it didn't land. And one of the big reasons is it had very little Urkel. And when it comes to Family Matters episodes, and specifically any of these holiday episodes... I want Urkel. And when I only get a minute and a half, two minutes of screen time from him in one of these, it's really hard for me to say, oh yeah, this is one I have to watch for the holiday season. So if it's on TV and I'm flipping channels, maybe I'll stop on it. But I don't think I'm going to seek this one out just because it didn't land with me. And I think they have some better Halloween episodes. So that wraps up our third Halloween episode of the month. And somehow, we have very little time remaining in this month. We got a lot of fun stuff still coming up the rest of this month, so I'm not going to give that away just yet uh, for what's coming next week. That one is really fun. I'm very excited about it. A little bit different than what we've done for the most part. It doesn't really fall into that sitcom realm, but if you are a kid who was born in the 80s and early 90s, this show should resonate with you. 
Um, as always, I would love it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram. Just search TGI Podcasts on all those platforms. And as I mentioned, we have uh, another episode coming up next week. And then we have another one that will come and drop on Halloween Day. So there's some fun stuff here. And... But still, we have a lot more coming up in the podcast in the weeks ahead, uh, the months ahead. We have something special planned uh, in the Christmas Podcast Network for Christmas Podcast Day on November 1st. So be on the lookout for that. I know it's we don't want to think about that just yet, but it is coming. So just know that on November 1st. All the Christmas podcasts are going to have a lot of fun stuff dropping as well. Uh, And, of course, we're going to have bonus episodes throughout November and December. We will have Thanksgiving episodes in November, Christmas episodes in December. So a lot, a lot, a lot is coming up, and I am very excited for that. So thanks again for listening to this episode, and I'll talk to you all next week with a brand new episode. The TGI Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Yurick. Our social media is available by searching for TGI Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And the music for this outro was provided by Carlo Espin, licensed under CC BY 4.0.